Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi everybody, how great to be with you today. And uh, today I'm just going to share a bit of few of my thoughts about the recent budget, Chancellor Sunak and his recent budget. And um, there's a big chunk of the budget that I think is going to help property people, but I don't see property people talking about it. I mean, maybe I missed it, right? But if I look at the property analysis of people who are in the property business, whether they're deal packaging or doing anything else... What I see written about is the tapering off of stamp duty over a period of time, the parking of capital gains tax till 2026, no changes in that till 2026, rather unexpected. Um, The 95% mortgages, so the government backing the extra 20% or whatever it is, uh, 5%, 10%, 15%, depending on your lender, um, they're just backing the balance of the deposit and they're saying that um, people can get in and buy a house for 5%. There's been a lot of news on that, a lot of news on that. But a big section of the budget that I saw, but I have not seen any analysis of, is free ports, free ports. Now, I want to qualify what I'm going to say next by sharing with you that I am not a free port expert. I'm really, really not, okay? In fact, I didn't really... It didn't even sort of register with me when I was actually watching the budget, which I did. I sat and watched the budget first time in, it's got to be decades. I was a young man, maybe at university, since I actually sat and watched the whole budget. But um, Freeport sort of came and went. I knew it was a good thing, but I didn't really know what it was. And uh, I've done a little bit of reading on Freeports in the interim, because I'm coming to talk to you about Freeports today, right? Um, but I'm still not much the wiser, must be said. So let me let me share how my knowledge of free ports has moved on. And it has moved on. So here's what I thought. When we were talking about free ports, I thought the free port was actually like a port, like as in, you know, the bit down by the sea where the boats come in. You know, I thought that was a port and it was going to be made free. Um, that's what I thought. Okay, that's completely wrong. <laughs> I'm very naive. Um, but how would I know any different? Didn't know anything about free ports. Um, no, this isn't what the Chancellor's talking about. So maybe you're in that same place or similar place. Couldn't possibly be as naive as I was, right? <clears throat> but maybe you're in that place about free ports, not really knowing what it's all about. So why is it exciting, David? Why do we have to know if we're property people? Well, because... Let's look at the places that uh, have been nominated, but we know are going to become free ports. So the first one was East Midlands Airport, right right in the middle of the Midlands. And what I've discovered about free ports, in inverted commas, is that they're not actually the ports. I mean, the ports are relevant. You've got to have a port, like an airport or a seaport. But actually, these free ports extend out over vast areas, vast areas so east midlands freeport the benefits will extend over a significant area of the midlands felixstowe and harwich um you know where it is right and um not very accessible um i'm not sure but it's going to enjoy a huge amount of regeneration over there from infrastructure going in humber humber huge area, property area in the round Humber, going to benefit. Liverpool and City, again, 
way out to the M62. Plymouth, massive regeneration for Plymouth. Plymouth's going to become a serious-sized town, city, down on that part of the coast. Solent. Uh, this is one of the big ones. So Solent is uh, going to incorporate up to 30 miles, 30 miles of areas between Southampton on one side, Portsmouth on the other, incorporating an area of the Isle of Wight, a massive geographical area, very heavy populated. So they reckon that about uh, two billion two billion pounds is going to be spent in that 30 miles uh so that's um improving infrastructure and everything else they need to make this work and it could indeed generate fifty-two thousand jobs in the area how cool is that uh thames 400 million pounds in the freeport investment twenty-five thousand jobs as a result teesside teesside is going to be huge uh, because there are basically 46 geographical areas in and around Teesside that are all going to be connected with the Freeport. So these sites go completely across the region, going to uh, generate, uh, they estimate, 18,000 jobs, and it's going to produce a £3.4 billion boost to the economy. Cool. Okay, and then don't forget there are three more sites to come three more sites because these the only ones that have been announced at the moment are in england so there is going to be one in wales definitely there's going to be one in scotland and there's going to be one in northern ireland at least so what's it all about what's the advantage one is a huge amount of infrastructure spending a huge amount of forced appreciation of assets in those areas because the money's coming uh and I'm not quite sure how this bit works, so maybe you're not quite sure either, but I'll just uh, vocalise it and and let's see if we're in the same place. So some of the benefits for these areas are favourable customs duties, right? Um, Very low or zero VAT rates for goods and services coming in through the free ports, okay? Uh, That sounds a huge bonus to me. I'm not sure how it's policed, (laughs) you know, how does how do those goods get out of the free but presumably they do get out of the free ports with with no uh vat um very favorable customs duties on them you know um the the, the other tax breaks and and i've only been able to find headlines i haven't been able to deep dive into this is in some cases the suspension of vat for goods coming in i mean that's that's huge right and um business rates business rates um just being shelved you won't have to pay business rates if you have a business that operates within the free port remembering the three port could be for instance in most of the midlands right and 46 areas of teesside right uh, these are significant changes significant changes to trade to industry to uh our economy uh, the opportunities here um to get wealth running through these places is is massive absolutely massive um and from a property point of view we're seeing simplified planning uh or suspension of planning now i haven't been able to dig out any details of how that works those of you who understand who free ports work around the world will be nodding sagely because you know how it rolls to me it sounds like ka this sounds like 
um, a huge opportunity to um, for property people to get involved and to get their share of the benefit and the forced appreciation going forward. So I just wanted to share that with you because I don't know exactly what the implications are, but they've got to be huge for people living in those areas. And here's the truth, guys. If you look at the areas again, you know, most of you in the UK, and uh, yes, <laughs> I know I've got friends listening to this all around the world, all around the world. I, you know, I want to welcome my recent listener in Albania. Good Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this in Albania, sir or madam. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm going to give a shout out to my new listener in Nepal. Who knew Nepal? What is, you, you got too much time on your hands listening to me if you're in Nepal. You have. But it's great to have you with us. Fab. So, uh, like, you guys, Albania, Nepal, um, you're not going to get much benefit, I suspect, from the new UK free ports. But I have to talk about this because those of you living in the United Kingdom, it's got to be an opportunity, right? Property prices as a result of the investment in these areas have got to go up. They've got to strengthen. Um, and who knows where the market's going? We, you know, this time last year, we were seeing, and I was party to it, right? I'm, kept my cards pretty close to my chest but I think I said on at least one occasion that I was anticipating a 15 to 20 percent fall in property prices that's not happened the reason it's not happened is the government intervention in the market right that's why it's not happened uh extension of furlough stamp duty holidays etc etc uh and now more government intervention in the market in all sorts of other really smart ways it's not a political point but I think the benefit of these uh, of these measures is going to be huge for us. And uh, now I'm seeing, these are not my predictions, but I'm seeing property price um, uh, forecasts over the next five years of 21% increases in both in the northeast and the northwest, i.e., you know, in and around Humber, in and around Teesside, in and around Liverpool and City, right? And when I get up in the morning, East Midlands, that's north as well. <laughs> so, you know, maybe there as well. So this is this is exciting. This is exciting stuff. Um, and where's it going to end? What's going to be the next thing? How, how is the government going to try and just jet propel our economy forward and carry, kicking and screaming, if you like, the property business, property investment opportunities with it? So um, if, you, if you're listening to this in the UK, you are... Within an, an hour's drive, I suspect, of either, either East Midlands Airport, Felixstowe and Harwich, Humber, Liverpool City, Plymouth, Solent, Thames or Teesside. That's most of the population of England for sure, okay? And hang on, our Celtic cousins, because it's coming your way as well. There's going to be Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland involved. So um, I, I'm... I'm I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling exhilarated. Uh, we're going to see um, the retreat of COVID over the next few months. Um, it, it's The world is changing. The vaccine's being rolled out. As I'm speaking, I think it's 42% of the adult population in the United Kingdom have now had their first jab at least. Um, th things are feeling better. Things are feeling better. 
And when we're set off the leash, June the 21st is in my diary. That's what Boris said. I know it's all subject to the data, right? But June the 21st, when we're set free, I can just, I'm just, I just think the economy is poised like a coiled spring, ready to bounce forward. Um, I'm just feeling good about it. And um, why am I slightly embarrassed about saying to you uh, out loud in a public forum, like my podcast, that I'm feeling good about it? Because I think there's reasons to feel good about it. So we'll see. You know, let's get to September. Shoot me down in flames if I got this wrong, guys. But if you are in any of those areas, East Midlands, Felixstone, Harwich, Humber, Liverpool and City, Plymouth, Solent, Thames or Teesside, I'll have a look very carefully of what's going on in your area. Maybe now is the time to get into property, get your money sorted out, get your investors lined up. If you're going to package deals, do not forget to include the effect of free ports in your estimates when you're talking to your investors about how the property market might go in those eight eight areas that I've discussed. Okay, guys, I hope that's helped. Um, I'm still feeling optimistic, even though the drugs might be wearing off now. It's a bit later in the day when I'm recording this. So let's see how it happens. I'll be with you very, very shortly. But in the meantime, let's go and sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.